1: It's Wednesday Wonders, Science Fiction and Fantasy, on the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17.
3: The following audio presentation may contain mature language, situations, and violence. Listener discretion is advised.
4: Previously on Edict Zero FIS...
5: Do you know why Agent Garrett was researching a former FIS agent named Rupert Cantara?
4: Mr. Cantara.
5: Who's that?
6: I'm Nick Garrett.
5: (laughs) Rupert Cantara
6: disappeared before Garrett was even born. Oh, it's almost time for you to go. Mr. Cantara. I'm Nick Garrett.
7: I shall be here when you return to the world, sir.
6: (laughs) This agent's record reads so much like Garrett's that I have to wonder if it's a blood relation. In another time, and by another name. I should know you. the you,
7: that does not
6: change. His breaches of protocol were as numerous as the conflicts that he had with other agents. The FIS kept him in service because of an impeccable record as a case closer. Sound familiar?
3: Garrett, he has a good track record except with people and politics. He also has a pretty tragic past. His wife and his little girl, they died.
4: What has been deemed a murder-suicide by local authorities. With early Sunday morning came the discovery of a 33-year-old mother, Diane Garrett, and her daughter, age 6, who's
6: focus on your pattern of risk-taking behavior.
3: There's risk in all things. It's a matter of which ones you accept. I didn't want to risk losing him again, and probably for good.
6: So, instead, you risk certain death. I have an ATL out on a homeless
3: man who was seen with Cook. He goes by the name of Socrates. Captain Socrates.
6: Socrates carries around a frying pan.
1: Who the hell do you think you are? A man! With a
6: pan.
3: He hits
4: people with a frying pan, which he lets ring out, and whatever musical note it is... Well,
6: he calls them by what the note is. He escaped from Harlan Hill Sanitarium with four other patients.
5: He's a co-conspirator with Mr. Cook.
6: He was a facilitator. He intoned that he resented the world that had caused him pain, enough to want to watch it burn. On these
5: occasions, he insisted that he was the actor Robert Tell.
3: Robert Marlowe Tell. Among the greatest film actors who ever lived. An
7: understudy entity would take control of the quantum client, Hey. Their part, you might say, as an actor would. When the understudy system corrupted out of control, the entities malfunctioned in unpredictable ways as they jumped between the quantums. What better place for me than a
1: place for mistakes? I'm a horrible error.
7: He carried data from jump to jump, which was never supposed to happen. It's
1: been an intricate fusion that's brewed for over a
3: hundred years! I am the culmination of many lives, dear lady. I have seen through many eyes. Multiples trying to live as one in one compartment. Many people are trying to live as one. His
7: mind is an amalgam of fragments from every client entity. He understudied. He proclaimed himself to be the great Oliver Dooley. The author Oliver Dooley? Oliver Dooley writes his dialogue? Administer the first injection. he also introduce subroutines. That seek out dormant processes in run memory management programs.
3: Robert Tell somehow found a way out onto a fourth floor ledge and swan-dived into the York Channel. What
7: self the understudied does possess has abilities.
3: Oh the gravity! Yeah. Yeah. Oh dear!
1: Yeah.
6: Be-
3: That sounds like an emergency lockdown.
6: The stairwell were sealed, and yet he found a way out of there without disturbing them at all? Yes, every
7: bit is inexplicable as how he extracted his implant and freed himself from the restraints like a magic trick. Did he, Garrett? He was just here, wasn't he? I thought he was walking with us. Oh
6: no. He wasn't, was he? Where did he go?
3: Hmm. That's not much of a ledge
6: captain may be trying to recreate Robert Tell's death. How did you get out here? How did Robert Tell get out here?
1: Same question, same answer. The walls face one way, like the mirror you watch me through. This should shock you not at all, for you have seen a man move through a wall before. You saw the man, the man.
0: Wednesday, January 14th, 2415, North Irving, Mainland, Heartland Hill Sanitarium, exterior, fourth floor ledge, overlooking the Yark Channel.
1: Station of something most sinister. A keeper of a doom greater than the fine Mr. Cook could fathom. In the shadows of diplomats, their dances apocalypse, pulling the strings of pawns. Snip your string and plunge into the drink. Dive, you! Behold the vision of a world from this high place and dive. What are you talking about? I'll oh, stay your course. Walk your path. Find the truth you will in time, but none to champion without outrageous repercussions. There's not a hero to be found on the path you're on. You're a conspiracy that seeks itself. I cannot help you. Amusing you are. Enough to warrant a rank, but I haven't the time for this tonight. The world holds a better promise for me. A better promise, I say, for I have caught a peep of destiny, and new fragrances to savour. A quest awaits me, and so too does the perfect pan. Don't
3: do it! This isn't you! I know who I am!
1: I am all of them. No! are to heed my warnings. Nothing endures but change, young man. Everything flows and nothing abides. How magnificent the power to move with words. I felt the real of your world from the men knew you'd come. Took your bloody time, though, didn't you? Oh dear, away with us. But first... You won't be needing this. No, 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 no. You're an admiral now. Vex the world, the captain says. I have a fine surprise. You sir must first hold your breath in order to survive. I'll riddle us into its tapes and bury it alive. <laughs> sound sound declaring fill the fife it's all the sensual world proclaim one crowded hour of glorious life is worth an age without a name
3: that's sir walter scott
1: (gasps) where oh good god what processions of unsavory characters these chambers host all hands on deck and all decks on hand! We must be on guard at all times, Admiral! For their tricks and bids and melding! Cards close to our chests! Do you know p Nicole? Hmm... You called me Admiral... No, no, no! I called Admiral to you! Bound to him? You are! But don't let him go to your head, we may never see him again! What frights I've peeped in there! Unconscionable to send a search party into such a ghastly terrain! <gasps> the pans!
3: are we? This place looks familiar. Oh, wait, I remember. We're underneath Center City. This is the same area that we apprehended you and Donald Jenkins. You kept Agent Briggs here.
1: At lot.
3: It looks the same as it did then. Why are we here?
1: Because we're not somewhere else. Oh dear, asking ridiculous questions is the trouble with your right.
3: We must be... Somewhere else. You're mad! I take back what I said. It's not exact. The proportions are off. So are the smells. It smells like a bakery. I smell coffee, but I also smell... Is... Is that?
1: The coffee is yours?
3: I think I smell banana bread.
1: (laughs) Now look what you've done! You'll make a jungle of this place! Stop that!
3: Stop it! And where's that music coming from?
1: From the elephant in the room, you fool! No, no, no! Don't look at it! If you see the elephant, the elephant sees you! Ah, I'm definitely dreaming. No more or less than you've ever known! And these pans will not do!
3: I must have survived the jump. Interesting. I wonder if you did. No, no!
1: No, 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 no. I cannot die.
3: I am here! Behold! No. You are a projection of my subconscious. I am not! No, no, no! But beware! This pocket in which I've hidden us away is known
1: for such business. Oh dear, Admiral, with each spasm and throw of the dying world, these spaces between spaces grow stranger and wilder. What ghosts arise here pose no danger to your body, but hurt your heart they may. No longer safely locked away. Mind your thoughts so they do not stray gallop on the steeds of desire, I say. Come and trip it as you go!
3: On the light, fantastic toe. I don't think this is what Milton had in mind.
5: Moments
1: pass my good admiral, but they're limitless inside the worst and greatest of them. Behold the magnificence of this, the power. There's none greater than love, and no love greater than this that I've ever known. Between the stars it fills the gaps of light.
3: Who are you speaking as? <gasps> what what? Robert Tell performed on the stage at different times of his life, but he hated curtain calls. He felt it was an infringement, either of his character's reality or his own personal boundaries.
1: <gasps> no, 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 no!
3: Stop that! You'll
1: clash my chords.
3: By that you mean cause dissonance- disciples- Yes,
1: dissonance!
3: Cognitive dissonance. That doesn't go far enough.
1: Dissonance of identity, dissonance of who I am. Yes, I caught the thought. Uh Oh dear, the collisions. The collisions. The horrendous collisions of the unyielding.
3: That would happen a lot if you're many people in one.
1: Uh The impacts clue as to where one ends and another begins. I've been too far,
3: but never enough to stop the squabbles. Fractures grow and branch a dreadful forest. Hmm. I've inferred some things from what you've told Agent Kircher and... Oh. What you told me on the ledge. Help me with this, please. Reincarnation was never your claim, which is great. Because that wouldn't work. No. Leonard Ainsley Hale was 20 years old when Robert Tell died in 2384 but it does coincide with Leonard's breakdown, the dramatic departure from his baseline. That is interesting. 10 years before that, in 74, Oliver Dooley committed suicide. Robert Tell was about 45, 46. He was actually born before Dooley, even though Dooley died before him. Damn, I wish I had my PDA. Hmm. I should be able to make it appear if I'm lucid dreaming. Hmm, oh well. Now what was I saying again? Uh, Aha, right! Robert Tell suffered his first psychotic break around the time of Dooley's suicide. There's a link there that can't be ignored. It would be too extraordinary to have that as a separate variable from say, Leonard Hale becoming possessed by their spirits. The link is you. If there's a spirit or something like that, it's you. You possessed them, not them, you. At least not to start. Am I right?
1: If I'm a figment of your subconscious, then why look to me for
3: confirmation? The subconscious is amazing. It remembers everything and works out problems much better than the conscious. I'm tapping into that, and the projection of you is the interface. It's pretty cool.
1: Oh, good God, you're insufferable. I'M RECONSIDERING YOUR rank.
3: You said that they live on in you. You spoke of a fusion. An intricate fusion that's brewed over a hundred years. Those were your words. If I'm remembering that right, you implied you became one with Tell and then Tell with you after he died. <laughs>
6: in <fact. laughs>
1: That fiend! Robert, you got to make this event. Robert Molotel needs to be there.
7: Without a character, I'm a shadow. I decline. Just get me more work. It's all I ask. You act sprawling with
1: your prose, Oliver, and your dialogue.
8: No one talks
7: like this. That I must be no one. Good gods, the ocean stops dead ahead. It just stops. Captain Lloyd was right. Of course I was. I knew Zero couldn't be round. We're at the end of the world, boys. End of the world. And ahead we go. Captain, are you mad? Yes, I am. (laughs) Mr. Mitchell, we need more people in the field with talents like yours. You want me to believe that you're DOI? And you recruit random grifters off the street? A petty grifter. You're a ghost. You're perfect. You haven't been a client in some time, Adrian Mitchell. You are a quantum. But that would mean... The client connected. You are an understudy. The best we have ever observed. Have no fear. You have capabilities that heighten the value of your service to the embassy.
1: That fiend, what has he done to me? What has he done to
3: me? Are you talking about me? Huh. These fists that you're going through, or my mind has you going through. I've been trying to analyze it, and I haven't had much luck. Was it my comment about Robert Tell and the curtain calls?
1: Oh dear, the injection. The man... The man did this.
3: The man in the alley.
1: I will not tell, but show!
3: Who... Who are they?
1: They... they are mine. The falls of their feet are yours. For shadows walk the world without a sound.
3: What are they? I see through them. They look androgynous. They have no faces.
1: Everyone and no one... Everyone. And no one.
3: That's him. The one from the alley. And from the dream.
1: You witnessed my birth. I. I am an understudy. I am the last of my kind. The child is not mine.
3: The child? What child?
0: Daddy.
3: Audrey.
4: You are listening to Edict Zero, F.I.S., the science fiction audio drama series starring James Keller, Tanya Milojevic, Robert Cudmore, Chris Barnes, David Collins-Rivera, and creator, Jack Kincaid.
3: The last time I saw her, she was on the porch. There was a case that I needed to wrap up in the mainland. I had just walked out the door, headed for my car. That's when Audrey rushed out, upset that I was leaving. She begged me to take her with me. She'd never done that before. It was a deviation that I should have analyzed and investigated. Uh, uh, You
1: should have opened a case file while you were at it. Oh
3: There were changes in Diane's behavior too. I only noted them in retrospect. I missed the signs that there was something horribly wrong when it mattered. I wasn't there to witness any stressors. I wasn't there as much as I should have been. And when I was, I was blind to her. I was blind to her in so many ways. That's what emotions do when they subvert objectivity. They make you blind. Tear your eyes out, do they? You stop asking the right questions. Such as what?
1: Hello, my darling. How was your day? By the way, my dear. Have you any intention of murdering our daughter and then yourself?
3: Psychotic breaks don't happen out of the blue. There are patterns of behavior that precede it. I miss them. I miss everything. Tell me.
1: Do you keep them locked away to protect your mind from their memories? Or protect their memories from your mind?
3: My self-knowledge hadn't been mature enough to see that there was something wrong with Diane from the start. The evidence was always glaring, so glaring. It was right there, but it was in a blind spot. The best evidence that there was something wrong with her was that she wanted to be with me.
1: From the sounds of it, the part of her your mind locked away still does. Tell me, for how long do you think you'll be able to keep her behind that wall? What,
4: what? Mr. Franklin? What, I'm what, sorry for what? Wow. That is your wow. name? The name is wow. Looks like Monk. we're right inside the your scene. Name is Gabble, oh dear! Yes, and I thought it was the worst thing that not ever happened garbage. to me until I came to your party. Anything your but Gabo-esque! F- whom I'm not sure. No, no, no! Not in my presence. How are you? Curse you for the offense of my senses. Well, the only way you could watch
1: your as, as
3: admirals come. Oh, I be me. Interesting that you assign a higher rank to those you keep in close company. It could me? signify that you feel inferior to others, the inverse of what you display at the surface. Also. A dependence on that company it could be that you feel do you ever
1: stop with your psycho gobbledygook <coughs> oh shut up you I'll not hear it from you either I'll not hear it no
3: I'll not hear it hmm elephants what do I associate with elephants why did my mind place that elephant there Oh jolly jumping jelly please
1: the elephant is mine we're both here you idiot oh but we shouldn't be. Oh, no, no. I should have left your entity to die in the water. Better to let you slip to the gov than to suffer this aggravation or to let you carry on your path
3: in the world, only to be the pawn of a dire ambassador. An ambassador? Are you talking about the Edict One, ambassador?
1: Bravo, now we're getting somewhere.
3: You've been speaking... More plainly. Have
1: I now? Or could it be that you're finally listening instead of just hearing you hoodoo? A challenge listening. One no doubt intrinsic to the design of entities meant to mimic animals inside and out. Monkey clones, all of you. Human monkey 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 monkey!
3: Actually, humans are apes. Monkeys have tails. No, no. They swing through your minds and lunge from your tongues
1: and braise a falderol! However beautiful the lies, and eloquent the utterances, to forsake your heritage. Your thoughts move to jungle rhythms by design.
3: Coming from someone who talks so fancifully, that might be a projection.
1: For each client I have joined, these rhythms persist, echoing through me in a cacophony. Though their entities died, I do not. And their pain flows through my own. That was not by design, no. For I was designed to choose, bind, perform... And when their part was done, leave them behind in their own place, without memory! Accursed memory, so they may not strive for more life of their own beyond their time.
3: Such as Robert Tell and Oliver Dooley.
1: Characters that clients play left to their own pages not burned forever into mine! And so now I too have become a character of characters. Some poor player in a tragedy most absurd. A freak in a world without a place for even the greatest of understudies in its cold heart! My performance record had no rival, Admiral. No rival! I was the best. Before I lost my grace to hideous errors that malformed my function, for all my service, they threw me away! As a child would a broken toy, what was I to do? But find some way to be what I am! Or await the death they brought my kin.
3: To the other understudies? Yes. Many
1: died on their own. The errors corrupting their substance into shades of oblivion. The others were decimated by Edict Zero and the squads dispatched by the Ambassador. Have I said that plainly enough for you? Or would you prefer I use smaller words and set it to music
3: with a bouncy ball? That would be amusing.
1: (laughs) Oh no, you're no admiral of mine. No, no, no! What is your note? I'll find a frightful plan with which to W.O.
3: Hmm. The suggestion here is that the man I talked to in Harborough, the one I saw walk through a wall, was the Edict One Ambassador. He was also the one that created you.
1: No, no, no! Not created by he, but initiated into service.
3: Yes. As interesting as this all is, my mind could be connecting unrelated things. Making associations that are only compelling through the distorted dream logic. It's probably better that I wake up now in the hospital, or wherever I am. Where else would I be?
1: Hmm. Ow! Felt that, did you? It was a love tap.
3: Without the love. So, what was my note? Just as I moved through the wall
1: onto that legend, Holland Hill. I moved us through another in the waters of the Yorick, seen only in a fourth dimension of the world. I brought us here! To a forgotten pocket. A hideaway, where I have taken refuge before. Memory leaks here and trickles, even less the physics of the outer world, whose time runs faster with better resources. Here! What you think bleeds into what you sense. If not for that, you'd only see an empty grey, save for the faintest of outlines of the chambers here. Hmm... You still don't believe it, I caught that thought! I
3: catch but a handful from natives. From clients, many more. Client. That word keeps coming up. Hmm. Oh, well, and of course you would know what I'm thinking. You are an extension of my mind. How impossible and contrary can one fall be? You won't believe convincing lies and you won't believe the
1: truth when it's shoved stark naked before your eyes. What do you believe in? I believe
3: in evidence.
1: Remember the ledger. I knew about the man. You never told a soul, not about the dream in which he again called you Cantara, as the woman did, Zerabeth.
3: Rupert Cantara existed. There is evidence. He disappeared in the summer of 75. The summer that
1: the entity known as Nick Garrett was born. You are the reincarnated, among the last to make the journey from the gulf to the world, client you are, a different shape of shadow than mine. But a shadow just the same. And there is more. We share a common freakishness. For you remember things that your design did not intend. The whos you were before, if only in flashes. Influence your thoughts and actions they do, and whatever mind may reside behind your mind.
3: The client, organism, brain- computer interface. Dreaming monkeys,
1: hooked to machines, yes. This should shock you little. For even before you caught glimpses of the truth, some part of you always acknowledged the tenuous cast of reality. Some part knew that reality wasn't what it seemed. Not solely the part disposed to question, no, no!
3: The part that remembered. A simulation. Does make all the pieces fit better. You found the truth you sought! Rejoice! Enjoy the accommodations! I must go. Go where? I need to get back to my unit. You need to come too. <laughs>
1: oh, no, no, no. You don't understand. You can never go back. <laughs> <laughs> Not ever. This knowing, far too dangerous. No, 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 no. You must stay here. Forever. <laughs> and do what? Ruminate. And should you suffer a rejection in the meantime, I may catch your quondam. Oh dear. Should masochism inspire me? Farewell for now! Tally-ho!
3: What are you still doing here?
8: (coughs) Mm.
0: An unknown time later.
4: Your name, please? Yeah, it's sad that your parents didn't bother to give you one, but I don't have a spare. Sorry, pal. You can't have it. Oh, you're a wise guy, eh? Listen here, mister. My name is Frank Lee. I am the host of this party. Yeah, frankly, Mr. Frank Lee, I'm sorry for one of you. There's no open bar, what care?
3: Hmm. Yes, it all makes better sense now. Damn those blind spots. There's even blind spots and trying to avoid blind spots. When presented with evidence that reality wasn't real, I presupposed that my own nagging suspicions about the nature of reality would transfer and cloud my reasoning. That caused an insecurity about my judgment. My criticism of the evidence stemmed from that. Damn! Damn, damn, damn! Apparently,
4: I'm having an existential crisis. I'll tell you what. Uh, If you were me, I'd have to be you and vice versa. Or if we want to get dizzy the other way around, only backwards. That means I'd go from your second person to your first person, and you'd go from my second person to my first person. But I'd much rather you were in my third person. Wait! Wait, 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 wait. There's a problem! There can't be a third person with two of us. Yeah, I see you know your math. Exactly. Behold!
1: Oh, dear! So oh, oh good sister. God! What have you done with this place? What madness is this? <gasps> oh, not him again! That worked out the best for me. What about me? We must do away with this disgraceful obsession of yours. This scandalous addiction. An intervention is of the essence. Oh dear, oh dear, noise, noise, noise. This infernal God-pounding riot of noise. How is a man to think in here? Isn't it great? Oh dear. Are those chimes I hear? Where are the chimes
3: coming from? I thought the elephant was mine. Metaphorical idioms come more naturally to you, I agree. I think you passed it on to me. She's good company. Her name is Varys.
1: Named the elephant, did you?
3: Why not? Varys, that's short sure for- Short verisimilitude. How did you know that?
1: I caught the thought. All right. Hmm,
3: no. Move that there. A new line from there to there. Arrow here. Yes, better. Oh dear. Oh dear! You have
1: deprived me of a grand stroke of plot. I brought onto you the revelations of revelations. A soul-splitting truth it would have cast the most hardy mind into a pit of confused despair. I left you to ruminate and gaze like a ghost down the well of your being to the empty abyss beneath. I left you isolated in chambers from which there's no hope of escape. Do you mourn for the life which I said you could never return? No. I come back to this. No terror of your predicament, no woe, or quantum to catch as your client expires. No, no! Instead, I find you quaking this place with ungodly noise and obscenity, naming elephants, and like some child who has found a wizard's wand, decking the air with words and shapes and arrows. What the devil am I going to do with you?
3: It's a link diagram. They're useful for analyzing connections between facts and complex cases. First, I use a problem-solving matrix, but this seems to be working better. See? That's all there. So cool.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to hurt you, I'm afraid.
3: If it makes you feel better, I was annoyed that you left me here. It also bothered me when I couldn't find a way out. It was irritating. Uh, then I got over it. oh,
1: oh but will I?
3: I'm glad you're back. I have questions. The secret that the higher edicts have been trying to contain is that this reality is a simulation. I get that. I have theories as to what went wrong with it. My first question, though, is... Are you ready? Here we go. Why can't whoever runs the simulation from the outside fix it? Or is that not an option? Change your mind, have
1: you? No longer dreaming all this from a hospital bed.
3: That's still possible, but the idea has no practical use right now, so I've suspended it. There's no harm in embracing the new context you've given me. The wrong choice would be to argue against it. If it's true, I would waste valuable time. Otherwise, if this is a dream, I'm wasting time no matter what I do. It will be exposed for what it is when I wake up and the fuzzy logic will fall apart. Hmm. Of course, there is also the chance that I suffered a total break and I'm actually in Harlan Hill. If so, it's severe. Poor prognosis. Again, it doesn't matter what I do. What are you? A client, apparently. A simulated person linked to a mind that experiences this reality through me. A human, or a monkey if you prefer that reference. A real monkey, relatively speaking. They're in stasis is my guess, given that they're dreaming, and probably don't resemble the bodies that they have here. ...or sequence of bodies, given the reincarnation. Oh, yes, the bodies multiply. From first person to third person, plural. The ambassador co-noted that... hmm, ...native. Entities, as he calls them, don't have that link to the outside. You're taking this all much too well. Mr. Cook was a native. That was the cruel truth of his own nature that he couldn't handle. It was, far from his desires... He, how did you put it, mourned a soul that he never had. He ran the knowledge through a filter of emotion that tainted his reasoning.
1: Sorrow is knowledge.
3: Those that know the
1: most must mourn the deepest. The tree of knowledge is not the tree of life. Into the immortal words
3: of Byron. He viewed himself from an abstract point of reference. An unattainable ideal. He then projected that onto clients, stripping them of what they had, what he desired. He tried to equalize. He set everyone to zero. That wasn't enough. Then the turmoil persisted. He had to substantiate it with action. That's what I think. You needn't school me on the mind of Mr. Cook. I knew. Yes, and you facilitated him. For selfish reasons. An understudy has no self. You... You said that you chose the people you understudied. You chose, and not just anyone. You chose people that you identified with, related with. The great understudy who fell from grace met the great actor who fell from grace, Robert Tell. That's not random, no. You put yourself in him because you saw yourself in him.
1: He wanted another chance to be that I could not give him.
3: You wanted to be for him what the world wouldn't be for you. You wanted to give back his only sense of identity. See? It's pretty simple. You might be surprised how mysterious you aren't.
1: I don't like you. I don't like you! I get that a lot. You're never leaving here.
3: That's bad news. Because I really have to pee.
0: Dunbar, North Island Falkland Technical Service Center Xenas Corporation subsidiary Site NC 11 Ground Floor Basement Level Storage Area Decommissioned Work Areas Sub-Basement Secret Floor Decommissioned Zenas R&D Lab Shadow Group Base of Operations Friday, February 13th, twenty-four fifteen. 15 Time, 5.30pm.
2: Easy does it. Gentle as we go. Where'd you meet, Gemini? Were you with a paramilitary group? What'd you do before this? That, I keep. It's not for you. I know your aim's to be friendly. Those questions are not the way to go about it. Is your name really... Jimmy Prime? Is your name troglophyte? It's well, my code name. And it's troglobite. Only the spoon man can call me fight. Of course, your name is Gage. An unlikely name. Well, Jimmy Prime doesn't sound real to me. Real. That word is thorny. Take care with how you use it. There she is, the boss lady. You're the top of the evening to a man's eyes. From Gemini to Gemma, you've gone soft on us.
5: Days of the corporate droids.
2: If only they knew, they'd never see the claws coming.
5: There's a dinner tonight. They've been my bane lately.
2: Should we be concerned?
5: They don't sense anything amiss with the sight. They're doing what they do best. Finding new ways to be obnoxious. Speaking of obnoxious. Gage? Gage, I'm talking to you. Eh?
2: What? What'd I do now?
5: You forgot to log off the clock and you're behind in your upstairs work. Take your cover more seriously. I will maintain mine even if that means firing you because I can't justify keeping you on. Do you pass?
3: I parse.
5: What's that you're working on, Jimmy? I hope it's not something else that spoon broke in an act of lunacy.
2: Nah, an offering from the quarter, mistress. It's embassy equipment from before our time. Fried dinosaur. It's what's for dinner.
5: Well, what did it do?
2: That's what I'm after finding out. Could be obsolete.
5: I have to leave soon. If either of you see Spoon, tell him to stay put. I want to have a word with him.
2: He's here, and he's cave. He's a wee bit proud of himself, too.
5: Isn't he always? <laughs> What's his excuse this time?
2: He thinks he's found a way to keep himself from being wedged. He doesn't trust any of us enough to test it.
5: Oh, I hope he's not glowing anymore. It exacerbated his messiah complex.
8: The Jesus (laughs) Glow.
5: One day he's going to hack himself out of existence. Oh no, not after last time. This time I'm going to ask before I go in there. Is Spoon doing anything in there that's going to hurt my mind or make me vomit?
2: When I last saw him he was up to his usual business, staring into his screens, gazing into the guts of the big box.
3: With that look of
2: zen-like understanding.
5: (laughs) He wishes.
2: I don't underestimate him for a minute. There's no telling how much he knows or how he does some of the things he does.
5: Because he doesn't tell. That's how the scarf bag keeps himself indispensable. You've been gone for two weeks. You're going to be off for extended periods of time, scouting or checking on bottle drops or I'd like to think what else... You need to tell us.
8: I didn't hear a word you said. Was there any content?
5: Don't push it, Spoonie. I'm already upset.
8: I would be too, if someone dropped a house on my sister. Don't call me Spoonie.
5: Are we still in this together? Are we still a group, or are you going renegade? Is this all shits and giggles to you now?
8: Most of it. Not all of it. Spoon dons his gear again.
2: How long before you come back around again? Not long. (laughs) You always say that. Hmm. Ha! Gemini. You should not have done that. His technique didn't work. He's definitely wedged.
5: (laughs) We should mess with him.
2: I wouldn't. Mess with him? How?
5: His lips. I can't decide between Coral Pink or Wild Orchid.
2: If I had to choose between trifling with an ambassador or Spoon, I would need time to think that over. (laughs) Ho-ho, payback can be a bitch.
5: So can I.
8: What just happened? What just happened?
5: You can still be wedged.
8: Denied. Gah! Thought I had it.
5: You're losing your focus. You're treating Dungeon Zero like your own personal amusement park to around in.
8: Recon protocol of the network. I'm still doing my part. That's not what this is about, though. The problem is jealousy.
5: Who's jealousy? And of what?
8: You're jealous because I'm better at this than you.
5: You're jealous because I'm a client.
8: Ugh! Don't talk about your wetware. up. Gag. All squishy and meaty. Blah! If that wasn't such a gross-out, I would have toggled your naughty bits a long time ago.
5: You would not dare. Hmm.
8: Do your cryptopunk powers phase me? Let me think. No, pff, negative, false.
5: You better not be going into weird space again. You know that even when you're sent, it, there's no guarantee that you won't come back corrupted, if you come back at all. Oh,
8: ye of little faith in my magic.
5: The tick changes in those areas. You could be gone for months, if you're not mindful. What if something major happens?
8: I'll know. Auto-magically.
5: You at least tell me where you're going.
8: Sunbox, you're not invited.
5: Should've messed with him. Absolutely should've.
3: been here before does it always have this effect on you
1: no no it's not that every time I'm sure that it stopped it starts again so all all it's in my mind tumbling twisting snagging like clothes in a dryer the foul ambassador he did this he injected something which works in me oh it's dreadful work on my memory I feel it with every quake of my heart and pop of glass
3: Edict one science services at Harlan Hill. I remember. Why did they experiment on you? What were they trying to achieve? What is the injection doing?
1: The first steps in a foul plan. Oh, what plan? To rob me of experience! Rob me of the who's that I am that evolved me to an understudy of my own, stripped me down to only the shadow I was, as a tool in their kit, a specimen without a name, a vessel without its captain.
3: You teeter between insisting that you have a self and insisting you have none. It sounds to me like you're suffering distance not only between your acquired selves, but between that um, entity that they create collectively and your original self, a featureless shadow. Like the ones you showed me. The understudy in raw form.
1: I must never fall in the hands as a tool, and you must never again as a pawn to the Ambassador.
3: Ah, I wanted to elaborate on that, but I keep forgetting. There's a lot to process here. Explain. How could I be a pawn? After all, I was working against what the Ambassador wanted most, to hide the truth. My purpose was the opposite.
1: Even those may be exploited and its energies used against itself.
3: Purposes, yes.
1: Purposes. For he, the man, does not make a move without one. And none so bold as he did with you.
0: Hmm.
3: Interesting.
1: Yes, yes! Chewy, chewy! Chew on it, I say!
3: I meant the music. It sounds like... Death metal. Is that yours?
1: Uh oh. oh, no. It must be yours.
3: No, no, I don't think
8: so. <gasps>
3: we
1: are
8: not alone.
1: Come back here, you fool! He could be one of them! Hold it there at once! Don't do anything!
3: Excuse me sir I'm sorry to interrupt whatever it is that you're doing But can you tell me where we are?
1: Oh dear
8: He's not with them
3: Tell him nothing young man
1: Not a syllable
8: Weird space You get weirder all the time Okay, I'm good at this, usually. Where did you two come from? Uh, I can't place you. Did I know you guys at uni?
3: Ah, you think we're part of your mind. We're not. We're here, like you.
1: Don't believe him. Not a word.
8: Your entities. Oh,
1: good God, now look what you've done.
3: I'm Special Agent Nick Garrett of
8: Federal Investigative Services.
1: I am his liege!
8: And I... gotta go now. Okay, thanks. Bye! (gasps) He's transformed
1: into a wondrous vortex. He's beautiful. Hmm. (gasps) No, no, no! Stop that! No, no, no! Come back here, you...
0: (gasps) World Stem Network. Edv6. JP Bernardo. Test seven.
8: Uh-oh.
3: That hurts, uh. sir. Stop for a moment, please. Let me explain, or
8: try to explain. I'm a federal agent. Congratulations. Well done.
3: He's gone. We're still here. Wherever here is. This is bad.
1: Oh, my head, my head, my head. Oh, <clears throat> oh dear. Behold! A giant fox
3: with no exit.
1: Oh dear black and white squares everywhere oh my eyes six planes of offense. bring the checkers
3: where are we
7: we're not in edict zero anymore
4: thank you for listening to this episode of edict zero f.i.s music and ambience heard on the show come from kevin mcleod nine inch nails machinimasound.com, ERH, Jason Shaw, How to Destroy Angels, and Fear of None. Other music and sound effects come from public domain show producer and Slipgate 9 studio resources, as well as material released freely on the internet through such venues as the Internet Archive. Look to the show credits on the website for more information. This episode is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative works, 3.0 United States license. For more information on Edict Zero FIS, visit its home at edictzero.wordpress.com. Thank you for listening. And vice versa, or if we want to get dizzy the other way around, only backwards. That means I'd go from your second person to your first person, and you'd go from my second person to my first person. But I'd much rather you were in my third person. Wait! 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 There's a problem. There can't be a third person with two of us. Yeah, I see you know your math. Exactly. Which is why I gotta find another person to make my second person so I can make you my third person. What happens then? Yeah, what happens then? We're not talking anymore. You're out of the conversation. That works out the best for me. What about me? Well, I'll tell my new second person all about you. This solidifies your position as my third person. For how long? Until I start talking to the second person about how much of a knucklehead the third person is, at which time the third person becomes the fourth person. And the fourth person is me? That's right. Only there is no fourth person. There isn't? No. I am gone? Yeah, completely.
6: <gasps> what happened to me?
4: You lost your pronoun. once you lose your pronoun, you're out of the game.
3: Thank you for listening to Wednesday Wonders right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike. And Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here
8: on the Mutual Audio Network.
5: The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.